With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First... From a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Fader Top Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft, and it's a very, very special episode of Wrestling Daft this week because we have no, my name's Rob Florence, by the way, we have no Grado in the building. Producer John is here, of course. John, where is Grado? He is filming two doors down and also doing the radio. He messaged last night saying, oh, I'm working till half past one in the morning and then I'm getting up to do the radio at six o'clock and then he's back on set for like one o'clock this afternoon. He's a busy boy. That sounds like a load of shite to me. Aye, sounds like he's looked at the weather forecast. He's went, I'm not going to go and sit in the house and record a podcast with a weather like this outside. That is that's true. What it, that's what it sounds like to me. That's what I'm saying. Just uh, what is this noise, John? That is the noise of a biscuit wrapper. What biscuit? Oh, is it a yo-yo? No, I'm crunching it up. Oh, right. It's, it's a metallic. It's a mm-hmm. metallic wrapper. So I am going to go for the Tunnix tea cake. I don't it know is I... indeed a Tunnix tea cake. Yes. Done, John, you have won a thousand pound biscuit. Guess that biscuit award of the week. That's the kind of thing you do in breakfast radio. And that's what we're doing breakfast radio. But grab it. The question is: Is a Tunnix tea cake a biscuit or a cake? Oh well, phone in. Let us know. What do you think? Is a is it a biscuit or a cake? Let us know. And now this is Dua Lipa with. Uh, that's a good day breakfast radio, you, right? Listen, uh, you're, 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 next time uh, Bowie's off, mate, I'm, I'm penciling you in to toast the show. Uh, by the way, it is a cake. It is a cake. That is a cake. But it has a biscuity base. I mean, the Tunnock's tea cake. Now, I would see, and a cheesecake has a biscuity base. That's very true. That's very true. But tea in your house, I don't know if it was like this in your house when you were growing up, there was... The chocolate biscuits, right? So I'm t- the chocolate biscuits, you know, were for the special occasions. So I'm talking your penguins. I'm talking about your clubs. I'm talking about your, um, what was the one that was the classic? Because remember the classic, the chocolate, the wee blue, brilliant biscuit. So they went in the fridge, right? That blew was a band. Blew the band. I, I wasn't a fan of that, but no. my mum didn't buy them. Kit Kat. I would classify the, the Kit Kat as a as a biscuit, a chocolate biscuit as well. Well, of course, it's a biscuit. Aye. Well, people might uh, consume that, classify it as a chocolate bar, which I don't think the Kit Kat no, is. No. Anyway, chocolate biscuits in the fridge, normal biscuits. We're talking about your digestives. We're talking about your ginger nuts. We're talking about your um, bourbons and all that. They were in a tin in the cupboard. And that was the, the, for me, that was the separation between a biscuit and a chocolate biscuit. Because the, the, because the biscuits were in a, a tin? The chocolate biscuits were in the fridge. The biscuits were in... A biscuit tin. Right, okay. Well, there you go. Welcome to Wrestling Daft, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to Biscuit Daft. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, is this the kind of pattern for how the show's going to be? Because I tell <laughs> you, I don't want to be talking about biscuits all day. I want to be talking about the man himself, the one and only Tony Khan. Why? Tony Khan, listen, the wrestling community are on their knees. They're on their feet. They are roaring and screaming. They have never been so excited. They're thrilled. Tony Khan, for, you know, 
I know there's guys like Jim Cornette at the Grado likes to listen. He's always having a go at Tony Khan and Russo has a go at Tony Khan and all that. But I'm just going to put this out there. Tony Khan has sent a, a, a lightning bolt through this wrestling community. Tony Khan is the best thing to happen to wrestling since the invention of steroids, I would say. <laughs> I'm serious. Why so? Why give it that, John? Why, why, why so? Why do, now, we've obviously had the news over... Well, first of all, we're recording it on a Thursday. Nick Gage appeared in AEW last night, I uh-huh. believe. Um, people very excited about that. And then, obviously, over the last 24 hours, we have heard potentially, and now I'm assuming this is... Rumour, rumour. What, what you're excited about, Rab, is the potential of CM Punk returning with AEW and also, and also... I'm not excited about that. I need to Daniel listen. Bryan going to AEW as well. I need to step in there on that. I'm not excited about uh, CM Punk coming. Really? See, see, as far as I'm concerned, right, see if you have been... The last time we saw you, you were getting absolutely horsed and battered about a ring by a guy that isn't even that good a fighter in UFC, looking like yeah. a skinny old granda getting rattled about a ring. You shouldn't be allowed to come back to wrestling. Your mystique is gone. So I'm not excited about CM Punk coming back. I am excited about Daniel Bryan potentially going. But listen, I'll put this to you. See if Tony Khan sees some wisdom in bringing in CM Punk, then I've got faith in that. Then I'll get excited. If Tony Khan says it's it's good, then it's good for me. So, so are you, are you, why are you excited about Tony Khan then? I thought it would be based off the CM Punk thing. Why, why, why is Tony Khan getting put over this week? Because he's brilliant. Right. And I'll go into this in more detail when we get to the burying and putting over. Right. But let's first of all see what the punters are saying. Uh, now, Wally asked this question, why is everything wrestling related, whether it's TV podcasts or online, why is it all for all these like wrestling podcasts, all this kind of stuff? They're all full of erectile dysfunction adverts. <laughs> Wally says, well, obviously we we don't have any of them. We would be happy to do them, though. Yes. I'm sure Great. Gradle would be able to talk to, to in great detail about the struggling with that stuff. Just to let any advertisers out there know, Gradle's the man you want to talk to, and the guy you want to do your adverts if you want to know about diarrhea, if you want to know about erectile dysfunction and all that. These are all things that Gradle wouldn't talk about for experience. Now, Brian get in touch, says he just finished last week's show and rolled over onto the Itch Yourself story, which is available at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft, but you know, about Gradle's career and stuff like that. Uh, See, it's funny you're talking about wanting your own thing, but also talking about Billy Corgan on this episode. In the Gradle story, you referenced the NWA Scotland title. Rab loves NWA power. Billy Corgan loves Grado, DNWA UK. There's a lot of people out there have been getting in touch with saying, they've been saying, Rob, you and Grado are the guys to bring NWA UK back, uh, back to the forefront. Um, we'll need to have a talk about that once he's done with his filming and he's, he's got his diarrhea sorted and stuff. Uh, Kev was a bit too late to get in on the putovers and the list this week, but he says, can you say your run-ins? Kev is saying your run-ins, especially these past few weeks, have been absolutely brilliant. He says, the Friday episode and the marks on a Tuesday are the best podcast on air by a mile. Thanks for that, Kev. Nice of you to say that. Hopefully today's run-in will be good. I know I'm sure it will be. Jimbo sent a clip saying, Rab, thought you might like this whole thing's great, but the bit at the end is amazing, where he uses the rolled-up program, keeps his heel persona all the way through. Mr. Perfect, different class. Now, before we play this clip, I don't know what this clip is, but I think I do know what it is. Is it, John? Mm-hmm. Is it Mr. Perfect talking about a uh, ravishing Rick Rude passing away? I believe it is, yeah. I believe oh, yeah. it is, right. I know this. Well, you certainly know what you're uh, in for. Uh, if I can bring it down for just a second, we just have a little bit of time. Condolences to the loss of a very good friend of yours and ours, Rick Rude. How did you find out about it? What's the last couple of weeks been like for you and, and your relationship with the family? Well, I don't believe that's anybody's business. You know what really burns my ass off? People that live in that Atlanta area. The people that Rick Rude made a lot of money for. The people that knew Rick Rude that didn't show up to his funeral. The stuff like that. You know what? It's built up some frustration. It's a frustration that only I can control. I'm telling you right now. Uh, wrestling lost one of his greatest athletes and uh, one of his best money makers. And, um, and I lost my best friend. We'll see what happens. The next couple of weeks, you're going to see a new Kurt Henning because I think this uh, should be a wake-up call for a lot of people, and I think it, uh, it certainly was one for me. And uh, Mike condolences to his family and his wife, and uh, Rick knows the way I felt about him, and uh, 
what else can be said? They talk about the great equalizer and how everything so seems so less important in the light of something like this. And uh, and uh, you know our best wishes are with you. Just let me tell you this: next time you want to do an interview with me, you come and ask me first. Kurt Henning, let's go back to Nitro. Stevie, wow. Beautiful. I love the, the thing I love about that clip is the fact you can see that he is genuinely emotional and stuff like that, but he does, he remembers that he's a wrestler. You know what I mean? It's like all yeah. the way through it, he remembers that he's a wrestler. He's like, he keeps in his mind he's a wrestler, that he's got a persona, that he's got a gimmick that he's trying to live up to, that he's got stories he's trying to tell, even when he's even when he's putting stuff across, a lot of honest stuff in there. And obviously, he had these issues himself at the time. Um, I always feel sad when I see that bit where he's like, you're going to see a new Kurt Henny, I guess, as a, a wake up call and stuff like that. And, it's easier said than done. Um, but he was a man, he was a he was a different class performer, really was. Um Giza Gobble the Gooker got in touch. Loved your run in guest talking about his gimmick idea. We'd love to hear other folks' gimmick ideas. Mine, says Giza Gobble the Gooker, was to bring back Doink in 2021, but <clears throat> really dark and demented, almost joker like, just filled with utter hate for the years he was abandoned and ridiculed by the fans. I've always been kind of amazed. That they've no tried to bring Doink back, you know what I mean? It's a character yeah. you can do it with, you know what I mean? It is a gimmick there that you can bring back to this day, you know, because no one knew anything. Imagine Bray Wyatt came back as Doink. That, that, now that's that's a brilliant. That would be brilliant. That would be good, wouldn't it? Uh, and also with Jeff Hardy getting his music back, um, what other classic themes would you like to return? This is Giza Gobble the Gooker still. Would love to Drew to get Broken Dreams back. And weirdly, always liked Kofi Kingston's old theme. Hmm, old music. Whose old music would I like to come back? I don't really know. There's not really anyone's I can think of. I like Baron Corbin's kind of original theme before the mm. new one. Like, like when, when he was in it. When he came out and it was like, you came out and he, the entrance, he came out kind of in the spotlight, kind of dropped oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was good. Wasn't it? That was good. Yeah. I like that whole thing. Um, now, Ben knows this is a podcast, but he came across a belt with a picture, which we'll put on the video version for you all to see, saying that it appears that Stone Cold Steve Austin is now the manager of Broomhill FC. <laughs> and I'm looking at the picture then. <laughs> it's really it's really good um, so if you can see the video version get on the Patreon to see the, the video version if you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast just Wrestling Daft on Facebook or email us at WrestlingDaft at gmail.com <laughs> Every week, we like to separate the bad for the good in wrestling. St. Anger for the Black Album, we Metallica reference if you've absolutely no idea what that is. You know, no St. Anger. No, are these Metallica albums, John? Ah, you know, I'm a fan of Metallica. Am I not a fan of Metallica? What do you honestly think I would be a fan of Metallica? You're a wrestling I can, fan. I can name one Metallica song, and it's oh, Hell it Sandman. That's that. it. It, is. it. That's it. That's the only one I know. Name Sorry. me what other songs are there um, Metallica? Oh, yeah, the ones that you would know. Sad but true from the Black Album. Steve so they've done knows, they've uh, done other songs. They have done other songs. Yes, they have. Falkirk has Falkirk has a football ground. <laughs> That's aye aye aye. Master That's of puppets. Just... Master of puppets. Oh, I have no idea what that is, man. Master ah, of puppets. What the fuck is that, man? Who's who writes a song called Master of Puppets? One. One. You know the one where it's like about the amputee. No, you know that one. No. One. Nothing else matters. You must know nothing else matters. Nothing. Nothing else matters. I actually listened to a Miley Cyrus cover of Nothing Else Matters. Sing Nothing um, Else Matters for me, mate. I'm terrible with lyrics. You know, it's like I don't know the words to anything. It just guitar it, like do the guitar noise. All right, okay, I can do that. Like, never mind the buzzcocks. Bang, bang, bang. No. Fucking no idea. No idea what that is. You were just repeating the same. Anyway, uh, apologies to Metallica fans out there. I've not got a clue. Uh, so, well, there's a lot of stuff to talk about this week, isn't there? I, 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 I've got a couple I would like to start. I would like to start off with Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. The return of crowds to a pay per view, um, also and a, and a great pay per view. It was a great pay per view. In reference to that, Vince just coming out and smacked down and saying, "Where have you been?" And what right. I thought was 
beautiful. But Money in the Bank as a pay-per-view had a real, for me, I, there was not much we haven't seen before. I had a real attitude era feel to it, especially, yeah. that, especially that main event where we had the ref bump, what did appearance going on, and then at the end, man. Oh, I mean, that's what I'm putting over. Oh, Cena. That. What a pop, man. That was an old school, stone cold level pop for the crowd in attendance. It was an amazing moment, wasn't it? That was brilliant. The only thing, and this is probably what I would bury is, do you know what I thought would have made it even better? So he comes out and does, you can't see me, amazing reaction, and see if fucking Roman had just went fucking through him with a spear and just looked at him with disdain, and I fucking I loved that. No, man, no way. We don't, we don't want to see that. I thought you were going to say you want to see it. he come out and do something to Roman. Would have been ah, fighting and Roman's all. the daddy. Roman's the daddy. It's his house now, man. But Stone Cold making a comeback, like Stone, back in the Stone Cold era, if Stone Cold had made an appearance like that, he'd have stunned them, right? Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't have just, he wouldn't have just, but I mean, I think it was a kind of perfect moment, really. I think yeah. it was a perfect moment. Um, and I, I think up, actually, I, up, I was like, oh my, because the reaction was just so amazing. I think actually, the you can't see me thing was perfect as well because Roman's whole thing is about like acknowledge me, all that kind of stuff. So that disrespect is, you know, almost like a bigger insult than attacking him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I mean, it, um, obviously, the ha- absence makes the heart grow fonder. And you know, Cena, like as much as people slag Cena off and all that, he's fucking brilliant. He's brilliant. We've got a different generation, a, a, a different generation of audience there now as well. We've now got a generation of audience who were the ones who were enjoying Cena, where all the older guys were booing him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like it's changed, and I think everybody's recognised. You know, he was he was always great. This is the thing with Cena; he was always great, and it's interesting because Roman is a guy who went through the same thing. He went through the same yeah. thing, getting booed and booed, and I know he's he's you know he's a heel now, but. He was getting booed while he was great. You know, it just made no sense to me. You know what I mean? People yeah. chanting, you can't wrestle, and all that at, at Roman Reigns as well. People, would chant, people would chant, you can't wrestle at guys like Roman Reigns and John Cena. It just absolutely blows my mind. No, I know. I know, but no, I, I, I'm really looking forward. I mean, inevitably, Roman will go over Cena. But you think there might be a wee chance that Cena might get a title put on him, but who knows? I wouldn't rule it out. I wouldn't rule it out. Uh, another thing I've got to put out is uh, obviously Nikki Storm, Nikki Cross, Nikki ASH uh, winning the title, cashing in. No, I'm no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm putting it over because it's a great moment and it's great to see that happen for her. And she's she's a really really nice person, so it's a really good thing to see happen to her. And it's also one in the eye for see when she won the Money in the Bank briefcase. There was a lot yeah. of people kind of going, oh, this is going to be like an Otis one. You know what I mean? It's not going to mean anything. So it was beautiful that it was like the next night, bang, she's a champ, right? Aye, aye, aye. This is the only thing I'm going to say. And I'm going to bury this element here. Yeah. Faces should not be cashing in like that. Right. Faces should not be cashing in these money in the bank briefcases like that. The way, I want, the way faces should be cashing in their money in the bank briefcases is like I hope Big E does. They choose their opponent. They make the date. They hone in the briefcase. Do you know what I mean? It's the heels that should be cashing them in when it's like the sneaky opportunistic times. There's no the face. I've never understood that when a face gets booked to do this opportunistic, I'll beat him while he's weak. That's not a face move. I know, but it's a logical move, isn't it? It's a logical, logical move. If the the, the the heel's being a dick and there's an opportunity there to take it off the heel, it's a logical move. I get I get it isn't very face like, but it's logical, isn't it? It's log- I know what you're saying that it's logical and it makes sense and like why would they not just date well with this person's lying on their arse? But I just kind of think it's a I don't know. I mean, I, I know I'm, I'm, you know, you've got me thinking about it now because I'm thinking to myself, if Stone Cold had a money in the bank briefcase, oh, Stone Cold, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. When would yeah. he cash it in? But he would maybe just cash it in, you know, whenever he wanted. He wouldn't care about like, you know, going bell to bell necessarily. Anyway, anyway, I just, it just, it's one of the wee things that that niggles me. Mm. Uh, also, want to put her. Uh, what else? Do I want to do something. Tony Khan. I like put her Tony Khan. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Khan has something about him. I don't know what it is. It's a I think it's a magnetism. I think it's a kind of 
here's the thing, right? There's been a lot, there's been people that have came along and tried to take on the big company and have came and went, kind of. But there's something about Tony Khan. Obviously, he's got the money, right? But there's also something about him. I think this, this guy has got a bit of kind of slow and steady, wins the race, a very kind of progressive attitude towards reaching his goals. I know you think I'm kind of joking here, John, when I'm hitting it with this stuff, right? But I'm being deadly serious. I'm, I'm actually very impressed by how AEW has done a kind of slow burn to the position, to the position where people are genuinely talking about maybe Brian's going to be there, maybe CM Punk's going to be there. In which case, there's an argument that, I mean, it's certainly a competitive roster at that point. It's a competitive roster with what's, I mean, forget about NXT. As far as I'm concerned, NXT is I have no interest in NXT. I had interest in NXT a couple of years ago, but see now NXT as it is. And what and playing into that, of course, is uh, something else I'm burying. What the fuck were they doing bringing Karrion Cross onto Raw? First of all, having them come without Scarlet. Yeah. And second of all, getting beat like that. Aye, that's I, that's been. I don't know what they were thinking there. It, it, the rumors are that it was there was a, a story that came out. That basically, it was just Vince is just basically showing. I don't give a fuck about NXT. So I'm going to take your champion, your undefeated champion, and I'm going to have Jeff Hardy fucking beat him in a nothing match. Um, and like you say, the, the, to present him without Scarlet, I mean, it might be a you know inbuilt into the story and stuff. But come on, no. He shouldn't be getting beat off carrying uh, Jeff Hardy. Jesus Christ. No. NXT, but I think... I don't know if a message is being sent to NXT for the top that's kind of like you need to buck up your ideas or something because, I mean, I would genuinely... I don't know, John, you're, you, you've you always been much more an NXT fan than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, love it, I love NXT. But it's not... The thing is... It, but do you feel like it's... Do you feel... Are you as excited about NXT today as you were? Two years ago, let's say. No, I'm not. I'm not. But the problem with NXT, and this is what's happened. Originally, it was put there as a developmental system. It was a one-hour show. Here's some talent. Kind of appeases the indie fans a wee bit. This is what we're doing here. You know, we're going to build from here. But then when it got put up against AEW, and it was suddenly the Wednesday Night Wars, that's they, 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 they obviously they shifted and they you know they got the TV deal and you know they put it to two hours and then suddenly you have you know people dropping in from the main roster on onto NXT and there's more you know it seems to be a more of a product in itself now which is fine you know it's still some there's still some great stuff I mean one of my favorite things and if you listen to the March show you'll hear me rave about this every week is the Cameron Grimes LA Knight stuff which is just brilliant brilliant pro wrestling mm-hmm. in fact probably the best pro wrestling thing going on in wrestling at the moment but I it's just it's not what it was and you know, and you can see that when the, the the guys who are doing well in NXT, they go up to the main roster and they get fucked. I mean, they, they, they I mean, they're big names in NXT, and they just, you know, look at Keith Lee, who obviously made his comeback. You know, Damian Priest has just disappeared to nowhere. Yeah, there's so many. You know, that you go on about the people who progress from NXT onto the main roster, and then Vince is like, don't really care what you did there. So, on your bike, you know, their fucking job out to Jeff Hardy. It's a very, very weird one, and it did, and it did look as if you know when he walked to it, and I was like, "Why is why is Scarlett not there?" And then I realised by the end of the match, I was like, "Ah, because they're protecting her, because Vince is like protecting her." Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That moment. So Vince has obviously looked at they two and went, "She's the star." That's uh, maybe the, that's maybe the other message he's sending. Yeah, She's it's, strange, no it's so strange because carrying cross when you put an archetypal wrestler in front of Vince McMahon. You know, we know he's a body guy. We know he's a, a he likes yeah. his big guys. You know, put Adam Cole in front of him. He's like, fuck off. But put Karrion Cross in and you think, I've got something to work for. This could be my next Brock Lesnar here. You know what I mean? But the problem Karrion Cross has a wee bit, I think, is that I, I'm no sold on him being like packaged alone. You no, know, I'm no. no sold on him being packaged alone. I think he needs somebody like Scarlett with him or he needs to be in a faction. He's a perfect kind of. Guy, a perfect kind of guy. If Triple H was putting Evolution together, I knew. Yeah, he would be a perfect fit for something like that. You know what I mean? 
Um, he has that kind of appeal as 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 a guy on his own. But this is how damaging it is when you know when they bring out a wrestler on his own and then he gets turned over by you know Jeff Hardy who's been getting beat for months. You know, I just I just don't get it. I don't get it. But we're not here to talk about mental booking decision. Let's see what the punters are saying. Pablo wants to put her Nikki Cross for believing in her idea so much that she's managed to get the top brass to push her to the moon. Um, everybody agrees with that. It's great to see something. She's so invested in that gimmick as well. You know what I mean? She's really gone for it. And I think, I think Vince, I think Vince likes that. See when somebody is really invested in their gimmick and really into it themselves. I think sometimes that's what Vince means by when he's looking for people to, you know, reach for the brass ring and all that kind of stuff. I think he's not necessarily meaning coming up with their own ideas, but I think sometimes what he means is, is like just whatever your gimmick is, whether he gave you or whether you came up with it yourself, that you just a hundred percent, you know, invest in it. Yeah. And she's doing that. You know what I mean? You could even see how she would know showing the footage of how she was celebrating and out in the crowd and stuff like that. I know people are saying she'll drop that belt really soon. I don't think no necessarily. No necessarily. You know what I mean? It's all set up for the Alexa. It's going to be like evil versus the superhero and Alexa bus versus her, isn't it? That's the way they'll go, I would imagine. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, John again, another one, putting her Nikki Cross winning the Raw's Women title. Great moment for her. Hopefully she gets a run. And he wants to bury people complaining about Jeff Hardy beating Karrion Cross like me and John did. He says, if it was the other way about, they would still complain. Can I please everybody? No, I would not complain if Karrion Cross had beat Jeff Hardy on Raw. That's what I would have done. That's what I would have booked if I was in the building. What about you, John? Yeah, no, de- definitely. I, I mean, J- Jeff Hardy's. I mean, he's he's not what he was now, and he is just you know he's mid card jobber now. But it's a hard, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a hard thing to say. But that's where Jeff Hardy is in the card, and I suspect so he's an he's an, an enhancement talent. Yeah, right now. yeah. That's that's what he is. That's what yeah. they say, right? An enhancement, and, and there you go. That, an enhancement talent is supposed to get beat by Karrion Cross when he comes up. Yeah. No, exactly, exactly, you know, and it seems that Jeff, you know, if the rumours are true, he's just waiting to run down his contract and then he'll probably hop over to AEW with Matt as well, you know. But I feel like, I feel like they've just missed an opportunity, you know, to have something going on on a big pay-per-view or on a Raw or whatever and having, you know, having the lights go out and having Scarlett walk out and, you know, they've just missed a big moment. It's weird, it's weird to me. Uh, Ian wants to put our fans being back and Nikki winning the title. Barrier having to win it in such a fucking childish gimmick. I know she came up with it herself, and I get what it's meant to be, but come on. Look, she, this is a lassie. That she's into all of that stuff. She's into, like, superheroes. She's into positivity. She's into this. Is, this is, you can't complain about somebody having a gimmick that is 100% what they're into. So I think it's good. And Ian's dub, uh, burying what they've done to carry and cross. It doesn't matter what the plan is down the road. You only get one chance to make a first impression, and they've fucked it already. Dan wants to put over some of WWE's storylines. They've really pulled it out for fans coming back. Big E, Nicky, Rollins, Edge, loads of big stories, and he wants to bury Drew's current book. And what happened to the big, tough, cool guy that beat people up? He's been written as a strange Scottish parody. No his fault, though. He's only doing what he's given. Yeah, it's... I mean, I remember saying months ago, John, when the fans are back in the building, Drew will get his run again and get the chance to... But it's no panning out like that, is it? It, listen, I think I think if he'd won that money in the bank contract, he would have, he would have been booed because I think the way they booked him over, you know, since we had that amazing moment last year now, God, that was, that's unbelievable. You know, he's been booked quite strong, but I think it was the right move not to give it to him and, like, bring him down, then build him back up and get that moment again. Because I think if, if he had won it, he wouldn't have got the reaction. So I think they were quite smart. But the writing, whoever's writing for him now, it's it's fucking awful. It's like I'd like they say it's a parody of Scotland. So we're getting this Loch Ness monster, and here's my sword, and you know, ah, I broke your sword, but oh, that wasn't the real sword. It's just terrible, terrible writing for a guy who came to the fore because you know when Paul Heyman was in charge, he was basically. You know, you'd have some notes written down and it was like, basically, we trust you to go out and do your own thing. But it now just seems like, no, well, you've got to follow the script now, mate, you know? Which yeah. is a really disappointing because he's so good on the mic. And, you know, you, you've you seen him in ICW, Rab. I've seen him at house shows, WWE house shows, where he's just allowed that freedom. You yep. saw him when he was under control. It's just, 
he's turned into this guy, Scottish Braveheart fucking stereotype, which is just not good at all. So hopefully they don't bring him down, he gets the build back up and he gets his moment. That's that's the hope anyway. Uh, Westy wants to put on Nikki becoming the Raw's Women Champion. Very, very popular, this, uh, this title win. Uh, Jamie wants to put all the money in the bank pay-per-view on Monday Night Raw. I thought both were superb. And of course, Nikki Cross cashing in and burying again, Jamie, the debut of Karrion Cross. Um, Craig loved Money in the Bank and Raw. This is really good reviews for, for these shows. Craig wants to bury AEW because it sucks, though. Uh, Dean wants to put her grade off for reminding him just how good gold star tomato sauce is for a few weeks back. Managed to find yourself a few bottles, and it's just as good news as it was when he was younger. So, cheers. <laughs> For that, it's good. We must create those food recommendations. I know, I, I can't even remember that. Now, shout out for, to put, for Jason as well. He says, put over Faye from Love Island being an absolute monster. He'll give the lassie a mic and make it her a top WWE manager. No, hold, on a, hold on a second. I don't, I don't think Faye's a heel, is she? I, I don't know, Rab. I, I think I've watched Love Island for my sins. I've started watching it now and again for the purposes of do, producing a breakfast radio show. Yeah. But I hate that Lucinda. Oh my God, she's a heel. She's the biggest heel in there. Brad gets dumped too. She's on to the next. But no, sorry. Brad was like, "We'll go together," you know, because he had this decision. If you haven't watched Love Island, where like they were told, "Listen, either one of you leave or you both go together." And she, he was like, "Listen, I'll go. I'm the, you know, you deserve to stay here." And then she kind of faked it and she kind of swerved him and said, "Well, you know." Maybe we should both go. And then he's like, he was like almost hot on the idea. He was like, oh, well, well, maybe that'd be good. And then she's like, but I've only been here a week. You know, and that'd be a bit, a bit of a waste, you know. And then Lucinda goes back in the house and now she's moved on faster than you see in Boat. And she's got a couple... Of... I don't know why I'm talking about this so much. Get over it, it, It's a game show. Get over it. Don't worry about it. Uh, and finally, Neil wants to put all the Kevin Nash interview with Steve Austin in the WWE Network. Hasn't he watched it yet right enough? But uh, he says it reminded him of the time that he overheard an elderly lady talking to a pal about the wrestling while sitting in a doctor's waiting room. Aye, that Kevin Nash is my favourite. They call him Big Sexy. The long hair and the leather breeks fair gets me going. He called in for his appointment no long after that, so I don't know how much more detail she went in, he says, Neil, but he wouldn't be surprised if the finger poke of doom got a good mention or two. I'm so sorry, I apologise. You should apologise. <laughs> filthy talk. Uh, but get in touch with us. Let us know what you think next week. What you want to bury? What you want to put? Oh, there's a lot of exciting things happening in the world of professional wrestling. Now it's the part of the show where we invite you, the listeners, today are running. Come on, talk wrestling, talk nonsense, talk whatever you want. This week we've got a, a man who's no stranger to the show. He's been on here before. He's he's a he's a persona and a half. He's been making headlines with his TikTok reviews of fast food joints lately. It's the man himself. Ravy Davy, TikTok legend, went viral. He's gone viral. Where is he? There he is. He's, he's in his garden. But the garden, aye, man. Had to get it all set up. Frosting. Is it how hot is it there? Sunny Govan, mate. So it's always usually warm here, but it's a wee bit hot. I'm not. I mean, so. uh, it's twenty. I'm in Helens, but it's twenty-seven degrees here. I've heard it's even higher in Glasgow. Uh, it's a twenty-nine or something up here. It's high. It's ever been or something. Isn't it? But the highest has been this year anyway. Highest this year is the thirty. The highest the temperatures have ever been in Glasgow, Davy, thirty one point four in nineteen seventy four. I found that out the day. So far off it then, but is it? No, we're getting there. We're getting there. Right, mate. What's been happening with this TikTok stuff? Uh, well, basically, right. So uh, two seconds. In fact, I want to just do this quickly. Right? What's happening, troops? Uh, just uh, own wrestling daft here. The new way, Rab Florence and producer John. It'll be going out this Friday. Just say hi, guys. How you doing? How you doing? He's <laughs> TikTok, man. He's TikTok, man. Yeah, what's happening, troops? What's happening, troops? He's TikTok. Is that your TikTok live now? Yeah, no TikTok live. No, I've just I'll put that up and let, obviously. Right, a lot of people right. have actually been asking me when I'm going to be on wrestling after or since I started this, you know what I mean? Aye, 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 aye. But basically, right, so what happened is, see when TikTok first came out, I was like, this is this is going to be something, you know what I mean? I was like, this is going to, I need to stop saying what I mean as well. That's something I'm pure trying to say in my TikTok videos. I say it all the time and it's annoying me now. Right, so uh, I thought TikTok was going to be big, but when I, when I downloaded it, it was just all people dancing, you know what I mean? And I was right. like, that's that's no for me. I can't do that. It's no, it's, I tried to do a couple of funny videos, but it just, nothing resonated. 
So eventually, I kept watching that, and I've I seen like, uh, some funny videos and stuff. And I was like, I could I could probably do that, but I posted some, and they still weren't they, they weren't they hitting. So I left it, and then during the lockdown, obviously TikTok started to like, kick off, started, to get, yep. mm-hmm. started to get really big. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to post an old video that I done years ago. Yeah, the one that when I'm at the I'm up the stairs in my room, and the, I, I, walk, I go to the window and I shout, "Hall, oh, I'm on the night shift to all the bowlers, the old guys playing bowls. That are on the <laughs> I mean, they're just sitting playing bowls. They're not obviously causing any commotion. And that ended up getting quarter of a million views. So I was like, right. maybe, maybe I've got something here. So I started watching all the videos and I just started like, posting stuff and they, they started getting like, like a lot of hits in that. And new, So I made up one account, right? I made up the first account. And how I got popular was people, there's a feature on TikTok where somebody comments on your video Aye. You can re- reply with a, with a video, you know what I mean? You can like, reply with that comment. The comments, like, so the comment would be up where, say here where I'm on my screen, the comment would be like there. Right, aye. And you could comment so all the fans could see it. So what I would do is people would try and ban me up, like troll me. Aye. And I would just like get the comment up and I'd just start slaughtering them, start people bamming them up. And it would get heavy, lots of hits. It was getting like, there was some videos that were getting like 100,000 views. Not for like, one video, I was like, I tell you, guy, or Declan Dobby, a job, because it's not, I mean, nothing even, I didn't find that funny. Your shits, man. So I was like, right, brilliant. Here we go. But the only thing is, cause I'm actually making fun of somebody, even though the people that I was making fun of, I think they were actually wanting me to do it. They were like getting banned, or we made to get the ban. There's people that are jealous of you who report you. So eventually, I started getting all these different bans, and I so I, once I got my ban, I I, started, I got into that TikTok creator fund because I get ten thousand viewers, no ten thousand followers, and like you need to get a hundred thousand views a month. But I'm smart. I've got. On my both accounts, I've smashed like two million in the last month each. So I'm up to like four million viewers. So I'm way above what they, what they expect for you. And as soon as I get accepted in it, I get banned again. So I was like, fuck this, I'm making a second account, not like a backup account. So I can always, you know. So I made that. And I was like, eh, I, need to, I need to think of something else, but I can't just like, because obviously I was getting all my hits for slaughtering people and people were like telling me all oh, the fans not that were following me, like, you're brilliant, you need to keep doing this. So I was like, I can't slaughter people because if I do that, I'm going to get banned. So I need to think of something. And I started watching all this stuff on TikToks, and I seen like a lot of people were doing food reviews. Aye. So I was like, is there any way I can combine these? No, I mean, like, I don't want to do food reviews because then I'm just I'm just copying what everybody else is doing. But I've, I've been I've been getting hits because I've been slaughtering people. Can I like combine them? Can I start doing like bad re- food reviews? Aye, aye, aye. aye. I stuff like that. So I thought, you know, what, I'm got a day, and I was like, and then I, and on the same day, I just got my new account back. The same day, I thought it. So my old account back that I thought it. So I'm like, I'm going to bring this out tonight. But you never guess what happened. Somebody reported me again. I get banned that day. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to put it on this backup account and see how it goes. Bang, man. I put it up. It's been a week since I put it up. So I ended up with half a million views, 50k likes, and I've ended up with... So I had 2,000 followers on that account last week, the backup. Now it's up to 19,000. It's got all the followers. No, I'm on that creator fund with that. I've already made more money off that one account than I have off the other one that I've been... Sitting grafting away at all week. Right, hold on, hold on. Right, what kind of money do you make? What, what? It's not, it's not a lot. The new, no. I mean, I've only made like a ten and a half one, and then like seventeen quid after that. But I've only been in the creator fund for about a week, and I've no, I've no been. Like, eventually, once you get more popular and get more views, you start to get more money. No, I mean, that's like that's that's decent, no, isn't it? It's no, like I was, I was doing it for a month, and I was making no money at all. No, I mean, so now I can get all my like, my props and stuff. Cause I'm wanting to do skits and stuff like as well. But one of the things I done, which was quite popular, I don't know if you remember the old tune, the fat scene. Well, the, the, uh, Jack comes out and he's like, uh, I've just joined that Mile High Club. And they're like, you were in there yourself. And he's like, I, I know. They're like, you're a clatty bastard. <laughs> well, I done that. Right. I was, I done like my, so I was voicing them all. And like, I put like the, the toilet behind me. I was kidding on. I was Jack. I dressed up with one hang on. And then I was right. going like, this seat. And I had it for a side angle. And I was kidding on. I was calling them down there. And uh, Victor, obviously, I don't know what their names were on the skits. Yep. And I was like acting as I was there too. And like, people, people like that. And also, I'm trying to get like, there's a lot of different things I'm thinking. I've got to try and do a series where it's called Ravy Gets a Real Job. And there's a lot of people, because there's, there's a lot of people who've been wanting me since I've done the bad reviews to like, help them get promoted. Not I mean? But I said to them, aye. I can't really come down and do a bad review about you. Not because that's what they're kind of getting. Aye, aye, like, aye, aye. I don't want to change my format because I'm doing good with the, the bad reviews. So I don't want to start doing good reviews just to do people favours. But I thought to myself, well, I'm going to do this series where I get phoned up at the job centre, basically like, right, with fun, you, you do the rest, and you can't sign in, own anymore. And I'm like, I don't make that much after this and get a grip, not that. Right? And then I'll eventually I need to go and get real jobs. And then I'll go right. down to these places, and I'll phone with them. Me, I actually try to have a real job. <laughs> obviously, gone tits up, but me telling them at the end, I'll follow this place, that. You know what I mean, I might not have been able to work here, but can definitely help them get followers or whatever. Right, hold on a minute, man, right? So you... 
you tried one hang on TikTok, right? And then and people liked it, right? And then you get some bands, and then so you tried something else, and people liked that and all, right? Aye, that's what. And I've then, got and then Sorry, now you're going. New year, new year, been trying. Like you've been doing wee skits and stuff like that, and people have liked that and all. Have you considered the fact that maybe people just like you? I, I, I do think that, but it's been a bit like he didn't if you say that. You don't want to be the guys because you're going. They all love yourself. I need a new format. I need to do this and all that. It says maybe it's just fucking you they're wanting to see. You know what I mean? Well, I think it would be fair. As I, I don't like saying all this stuff, but see all the comments, man. There's people, ah, oh, you're the best TikToker ever, and all that, and you you make my day and stuff like that. And I, I find that class, though, because at the end of the day, I just see myself as a boy for account source and govern. I mean, I don't see myself as. Did they know mad. your rest? Did they know your wrestle? Ah, they know it. So I put, that's what I make sure every every couple of posts has always got to be something about wrestling. No, I, that's and also the amount of trolls that will say to me, all wrestling's fake, this and that. And then I just do like a video going like, right, cool, mate, I never actually knew that. But if you're telling me the essence fate, I'll believe you. But what you need to do then is you need, you can, I'll never watch it again, right? But you can never watch Game of Thrones, never watch Star Wars, never watch Lord of the Rings. You can't right. watch any of your so all that stuff, man. That, videos like get lots of views and like, a lot of hits and that and all. I mean, like, the amount of people that don't, I know I don't like wrestling, but they like me and they say they want to come watch the wrestling now. Beautiful, yeah. that's what it's all about. But this is, I, that's, that's, that's like, basically what I'm trying to do. This is total wrestling part. Of this is just you know what I mean you've you've fun an avenue, and this is the thing. It's like I mean, it worked, it worked for Grado really well when he was doing his stuff on YouTube and that. You know what I mean? See, it was like that is something, right? I, I remember back and all when I first started wrestling. I don't know what videos on Facebook, right? But it was at, like the dying end of Facebook. We all know Facebook's been doing it, and uh, I was making my funny videos at the end. I was getting hits in that. Like one of my videos get three quarters of a million views or something like. And get, like don't know how many, but it got a lot. No, I mean it done well. Uh, uh, so I, I done good at the end of it, but I was always thinking, people used to say to me, you've got to be the next Grado, but I never, I always thought to myself, no, I'd be the first Ravy Davey, and plus, like, he's, because he was the first today, he's not, nobody's ever got to be able to replicate him, Aye. you get me? But, with this TikTok, I do feel like there's a chip, nobody's eating into this market either, there's... It's a different audience as well, I, it's, like, it's a younger that, audience. It's, it's a younger audience, but the Wayne's love wrestling, the same, so I'm always getting questions about wrestling, like I say, all the Wayne's are asking me, like, how can they get into it? How can they get themselves to shows? Stuff like that. No, I mean, so Aye. it's one of the... It is, it's... I feel like I can eventually get to maybe, like, a grade-level recognition through this TikTok if I keep going the way I'm going. Because I said, I only made that backup account two weeks ago, and it's up to, like, 2 million views, 150,000 likes, 19,000 followers. That's, John, that's John, says, John says there was something in the paper about it. I end up in the sun or that as well. Why? Fuck's sake. Sun man. record. Stuff like that, eh? And it's, we see with TikTok as well, so that's something as well with TikTok. See the way that you can meme people on it? It's so much different for anybody else. Like you can, like, so if I make a video, you can take the sound of my video and you can start kidding on your me, you know what I mean? And like, stuff like that. A lot of people aye, do aye. that. And then you can like, stitch it as well. So there was one video, basically you can take five seconds of my video and that's the start of your video. So in the video with the food reviews, I've spat out my kebab. And somebody's like stitched it, and when, when I've spat the kebab, it's like it's went to them, and it, they just like flung kebab there. They're like, ah, "Fuck's sake, Davy man!" Aye, aye, aye. Stuff like that. Has, has Grado got TikTok? Do you know? No, he's no, but he definitely no. needs one because like uh, he's he's. If you just type, his, so you can hashtag it, and all it tells you how many views they've got when you hashtag the name. Aye. He's got something like sixteen point four million. And he's leaving on the thing just for people. He's an old guy. But he's, an old, he's an old guy, isn't he? I mean, he's, he's old. You know aye, what I mean? He? Just tell you, get his we, his we. Uh, he's too old now. He's too old now. Did he, oh, are, are, are you wrestling next, Davey? Hey, well, just well, technically, my next actual official date that I know is in Italy on the 13th of November. Italy, but, man. Jesus. Oh. I've been re- obviously, I've been doing stuff with ICW behind closed doors and stuff like that. Aye. So, yeah, what is one of the ones? Because I've not heard about like, what's happening with fans. Now, I've not really been messaging promoters or anything like that. No. I mean, the way I see it is, I'm going to build this TikTok thing and then once people kind of see or hear. Listen, if a guy's if a guy's getting big numbers on a social media platform and his stories about him in the paper, no, you're going to get fucking booked or all the shops. As simple as that. Are you going to get gimmick in, Davey? Are you going to use it as part of your gimmick, the TikTok thing? How are you going? Are you going to try and do something with it in the ring or how? how well, eventually, I am going to start. I'm going to need to learn all the dances for when I get back to the kids' shows. Know what I mean? <laughs> 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 uh, but I, I, obviously, because like, there's, I know it sounds daft, and I probably should be, I should be thinking about it all the time, but. I'm not really thinking about when the wrestling shows come back to now because I know I'm looking forward to them that much that I don't want to 
myself too excited. No, I mean I've been waiting for a year and a half. Now I've got something to finally fill the void. I'm missing wrestling. I'm just I'm just enjoying this. Now, if you get is because I know once wrestling's back fully, I'm going all guns blazing. I'm going to try and become the number one wrestler in this country right now. You know what I mean? Because like, a lot all the other guys that can get that status, they're not really as active. I'm, I feel like I've got a chance to take the bull by the horns after this lockdown and become the most known wrestler kicking about Scotland. Well, happening. mate, definitely. I think of all, of all the guys who are like the kind of generation after Grado and that, right? Uh, all the kind of guys that are kind of on the scene the new and stuff. I don't think there's anybody that's got kind of the personality that you've got or, you know what I mean? I think, I think everybody can see that, you know what I mean? So... Sky's the limit, mate. Sky's the limit. What's the nah, gig in Italy? That's the way I see it. And it was good and all because I was up, I was, my head was up, my, my head was up myself for a bit with the wrestling. No, I mean, I was, I didn't know what I was wanting to do with it, but now, now I know I want to come back and I want to, I just want to tear it up. I want to be, I want to make it my scene, you know what I mean? <laughs> Beautiful. Run it. Go run it, mate. Uh, Start your own promotion. There's a, there's a vacancy <laughs> in government, though. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Well, listen, thanks for coming on. How do people, Imagine that we're all fucking like everybody that listens to this is old, right? How how do we see you on TikTok? What do we need to do? Right, so I've got two TikTok accounts, right? The first one is at Ravy Davy Fresh Prince. So that's Ravy Davy with an IE, not an EY, an IE. So Ravy Davy Fresh Prince. I usually go to write it actually. And then the other account is Ravy.davy. So it's Ravy Davy Fresh Prince and Ravy Dot Davy. That's my two accounts. If you go in there and you follow me, there's plenty of content for the last two weeks on one of them in the last two months on the other. Just me being me, being hilarious. My my favourite point in time was during the Euros there when I was having a lot of good banter with some English people. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to download TikTok as well, and I'll follow you on it. See, to be fair, see that's the one thing about TikTok. And Audrey, I'm I'm talking to like six or seven guys that want to get into wrestling. They've all We've lost like hot up gubblers now, and they've got to try and become wrestlers because we've seen me on TikTok and the muster. They've done what I thought with Grado. Not I mean, they've obviously when I seen Grado, I thought to myself, if he can do this, I can do this. Not I mean, I'm funny. I'm like, he's, he's got a bigger belly than me. If he can do it, I can do it. Obviously, knowing Grado now, I know it's much harder. Not I mean, he's one of the funniest guys ever. But at the time, I was being big and clutch. And he didn't go to do this, didn't you? So those are these guys that I'm talking to on TikTok. They have 100 seen me with a cat. Look at the state of this roster. See if you can do it. I can do it. Get him in, get a big faction together. Oh, definitely. Raving his TikTok posse. <laughs> Beautiful man. Listen, thanks for coming on, right? Hey, worries, man. Enjoy this weather, right? I will do, mate. Go get a tap after the tit suit, and that's what's happening. Trips. Beautiful. Right, catch you there, man, right? <laughs> See you lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You just made the list! No, it's the list that is slightly shorter than the list of COVID cases currently in the UK. A lot of COVID cases, a nightmare. Uh, no, you remember you can vote for what you wanted to talk about by joining us at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. But off the back of Money in the Bank and the pop at Cena got, we thought, let's go best Money in the Bank cash-ins versus best pops. Best pops, well, oh, that'd be a fun list today, but unfortunately by 72%, it was the cash-ins that won. Best cash-ins. I can only really... I can only really think of two. Like I said, I don't like it. This is the problem. I don't like it when faces cash in cheaply, which eliminates some. Um, but uh, the one, but I'm pretty sure. So I'm going to put my number one is Seth Rollins, right? At uh, WrestleMania. Right. Right. Shout out because there's no better one, is there? Well, I thought you would. I thought you would say do something that, but I thought you'd be something like obscure, like Jack no. Swagger or no, Alberto Del Rio or somewhere. Or Daniel Bryan or the Met. The Met. The, there's been a lot. But the 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 thrill of that running, doing that ramp, you know what I mean? There's something about as well when somebody's cashing in, and you know they're cashing in, and then there's a bit of. A, there's a bit of a delay they're running now because I remember when that happened and Seth Rollins was running down the ramp. I was thinking to myself, 
maybe he's going to lose. Do you know what I mean? Maybe maybe he won't. You know what I mean? You still have that wee. Um, so I think that's definitely my favourite one. And then I also remember, uh, I think it was, did, did RVD no set a match? At one night stand. RVD set a match using his money in the bank. And I don't understand why that's not done more often. That's the kind of ideal way for a, a baby face to use Lesnar did it, didn't he? Lesnar did it as well. Lesnar did for his cash and he set the match, didn't he? It was against Strowman and Reigns, wasn't it? Yeah, but he was a heel. He was a heel and I don't want to see a heel doing it that way, you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to see a heel doing something shitty or uh, yeah, I just I don't know. Let's see what the punters have got. See if the punters have got a good thought. I don't know why. Listen, I don't know why people chose this one because I think in truth I, I would rest it. I would rest the money in the bank thing. I don't. I don't think it has. I think it's been misused a wee bit. Anyway, Thomas. I get that. I get that. Thomas loves Seth Rollins. This is a mind watching the cat house, and everybody was starting to flag. But when Rollins' music hit, the place went taunt. When everybody was expecting it, that's my Wayne greeting. Can you hear that? John says Dolph Ziggler cash in on Alberto Del Rio. The pop was great and gave Ziggler his moment. That mm. was brilliant. That's my. That is my favourite one. Dolph Ziggler marching to the ring when Alberto Del Rio's lying in the ring. Absolutely. I can't remember who just been battered off. Uh, it was, was it the night after WrestleMania? I think I think it was the Raw after it, WrestleMania. I think it might have been. It was great. But it, was that no still a baby face coming in? No, Dolph was heel at the time. Dolph was heel at the time, um, was he? Del Rio was face and Dolph was heel. And, ah, uh, right. when Big E and um, AJ... Uh, were kind of hanging with Dolph and he walked marched, right. he marched down and uh, oh, it was brilliant. I loved that. I loved that. That's right. Uh, right. Okay. Okay. Um, Sandy says, always enjoyed CM Punk's cash in and Jeff Hardy, but now my favourite cash in was Nicky Cross on Raw last night. Scotland's WWE takeover continues. Paul says, love Dolph Ziggler's crowd was hot for it. Perfect. Sean says, Randy Orton's never been a fan of Daniel Bryan. Always liked Orton. It was a perfect turn for Triple H as well. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Scott says, best cash-ins. The answer is probably Rollins, but I loved RVDs. Cena wins with Riot. Beautiful. Jimmy says, Nikki Cross on Raw. Popular, this one. Fraser says, RVD at one night stand 2006. First cash-in advertised ahead of time and actually fought for the match. It wasn't after the champ had already fought. I think that's a big deal. Billy says, best cash-in was Dolph Ziggler's. It seemed like a real change in the guard at the time. And I remember being so buzzing for it. And Daniel says, cash in Rollins for the grandeur, but Edge, because it was the first, and doing it after the Elimination Chamber really set the tone for what money in the bank was. That's right, Edge's one was good one at that time. Yeah. Can I say, an under, like, a, a, a bit of a sleeper one is Dean Ambrose when he cashed in against uh, Rollins. I think Rollins had just beat um, Roman for the title, and uh, Dean Ambrose came in and uh, took it from Rollins. That that is a sleeper one. I just yeah. like it because the, the the all three were kind of involved. The shield were kind of involved in a way. There's been a lot of cash ins now, isn't there? When you when you think about it, it's been going for a long, long time. Money in the bank. <laughs> Woo! Now there's loads more content at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Get bonus episodes, extra content, get involved with the community. Best way to get involved is to sign up to one of your tiers at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. More content coming soon. So if you fancy that, becoming one of our patrons, sign up now at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft as we would love to welcome you to the roster. How many fans do you think, I don't mean fans as in wrestling fans, but I mean like air fans, do you think Tony Khan has? And he's think he's got loads of, like, Tony Khan would never be hot, would he? No, he wouldn't be. He'd have the, in fact, he doesn't have fans. He has air conditioning. Do you, I imagine he's got, you know, some, you have the floors that are kind of, they're air conditioned and stuff. And it's oh, like, I, the I, tiles I, cool I, down and all that. And he'd probably walk about in his bare feet, I would think. I would think. Do you think there's anyone in Scotland that owns air conditioning in their house? Probably, probably. In fact, there's quite a lot of people I know that have underfloor heating. Quite a lot of right. people that have underfloor heating, but I don't know how many people have air conditioning in their house. I've never, I've certainly never been inside a house in Scotland that has air conditioning. No. I My don't. wife's here. Jen, have you ever been inside a house in Scotland that's had air conditioning, as in like an air conditioning system? I have 
No, no, we yeah, don't know. I don't think it exists. I don't think there's a house in Scotland that exists that has it. Maybe if you're dead proper rich in that, you might have it, but I don't think it does. I don't think it does. Can I give you a top tip, though, for, for keeping cool at night, Rab? Yes. I saw this, and I saw this on TikTok. We obviously had Ravy Davy on earlier on talking about TikTok. Right, so see, right, if you were to get your duvet cover, right, and you take the duvet out and you're left with just the duvet cover, you know? Yep. What you want to be doing is going in into the duvet cover, you know, like through the hole, right? Aye. What you want to be doing is getting a fan and then blowing that fan into the duvet so it creates a tent-like structure, but then also seals in the cool air from the fan. It's all all the kids are doing on TikTok, apparently. So you're lying inside like a big duvet balloon at night? A big duvet balloon. Yes. Fuck me, man. I just... I would just open the window and just take my clothes off, to right, be honest. You could do that as well. We do, we do the road story. Aye, so are you travelling with me tonight? I'm tra- I am travelling with you tonight, and I have the story ready to go because I figured I always get the stories and pass them on. So I want to pop you because if you have seen it, so you wouldn't really pop me. So I'll do the story. This. You're going to do the story. I'll do the story. Oh, I just need to listen to the story. Right, that's lovely. Right, so it's, this is the part of the show, by the way, just to explain to everybody that... Uh, could lead to the death. It won't lead to the end of John's career, I don't think. No, John I seems couldn't. to be bullet. He's worked with. I mean, he's working with George Bowie, and he's still gone. Mm-hmm. So, there's, you know, he must have. He's. I think you've got something on everybody in the Scottish oh, media. I've, I've got. I've got. A, I've got recordings of all the all the things. I see. See when all the stuff that we normally you guys say edit out that because we can't. Oh, that's all stored about. Have you got that's a big going bank straight, going straight to the sun <laughs> and for blackmail properties to know him? Uh, it's time, so it's, this is a wrestling daft road story uh, People send in their stories And we read them out as if we're wrestlers on the way back for a show Before we get into this this week uh, First thanks to Ryan who gave us last week's story About his maw turning up at a nightclub to haul him out He says Literally listened to the show there on my way back up for Hull And just as it finished a tyre on my lorry started disintegrating Was well chuffed too As Grado told my story beautifully He's fucking raging now <laughs> So there you go It's also, it's cursed this segment as well We'll Also if we feature your story you will be under the pain of a curse. Uh, so let's go. Let's get in the car and see what happens tonight. So that was your uh, that was your debut match tonight, John, wasn't it? I was. Aye, aye. I did all right, I think. How, um, did, you, how did you find it? It was good. It was good. Um, you know, I got some good TikToks uh, while I was out there and, you know, and got my TikTok army behind me. Aye. Did you... You did a bit of a Sid Justice, didn't you? A bit of a... I bet you a big psycho Sid there, you're just shitting yourself in the ring. I know, but that just... When I gave you a power bomb, you shot <laughs> yourself. That's, that's what happens, eh? Thanks for covering me. Yeah, just the, the past time we we're, were in the car here, though, you know, like many of the young team at the time, I was, I was stuck in it up. See, back in there, I was stuck in it up. I seen the British Army's away with the scheme, right? So, aye, 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 aye. A lot of boys do. Yeah, this is before I, I became a wrestler. You know, I saw it. And after basic training as part of the, the Gordon Highlanders, you know, by danger cunt, steadfast, stay and fight. That's what it's all about, Rab. Right, right. Uh, we're, we're posted to Bosnia with the UN. What? Tell you what. Seen some sights when I was out there. That could dwell on, but this is how Bushy, that's what they used to call me. Bushy from Port became embroiled in the conflict in Bosnia. This is how I became embroiled. Is this story about? Is this a story about a Bosnian conflict? This is unbelievable. Yeah, this is how I got me Bushy. That's because that's what he used to call me. And right, let me just take this turn. Hold on, right, right, okay, Bushy. Like, what happened? So the people in Bosnia were struggling, obviously, at the time, and you know, they would see the army fatigues and start asking for things. So as a young lad with full sleeve of fags, courtesy of Her Majesty, I had currency rab. You know, you had the fag oh, yeah. to bargain with. So I came upon a situation where, you know, we could we could basically swap fag for some lethal booze concoctions, you know, no idea what these booze were, but you know, we fag here didn't ask questions, you know what I mean? Aye, aye. And um, then I seen this gentleman at the back hall was pleading with you know, getting the fags, you know, switching the fags and that and he was pleading, he was desperate for a fag and asked, you know, what you've got in it to exchange. Yep. And he opened up his jacket, right? And you'll never guess what he had. Old Soviet hand grenade. What? Now, as a young boy for Pork who grew up as a key member 
of the bushwhacker stroke bushy boys as we like to call ourselves back then i seen an opportunity to wreak havoc with a hand grenade on any opposing schemes that would dare to take on the mighty bushwhackers when i got home and leave so i made international trade for firearms and along with one of my fellow squaddies managed to plank the grenade inside the headlight of one of the armoured vehicles that we used and the plan was basically to get the... Oh, this story's bananas. Hold on, this, this is fucking mental, this story. Right, sorry I'm breaking character there, but... Right, carry on, sorry, I just had to say... I just had to interject and say this is mental. Right, carry on. So, got traded fags for the hand grenade. Now, to get the hand grenade back to the shore so we could wreak havoc in the screens, we need to plant the hand grenade within a vehicle to get shipped back home. What? Right? So when we got back home, we were already getting done for smuggling firearms. We just take the headlight off and then terrorise anyone with the hand grenade. Genius plan, I thought. As we're getting closer to that time we're, we're about to head home, I was becoming a bit para about the situation though. And each day I felt getting closer and closer to the Hague for international war crimes. <laughs> so, I decided one day before we're going out in the armoured car that I was getting rid of this hand grenade. The daunting prospect of the Hague weighed heavy on my mind drive, but I'll tell you. So I took the highlight off the armoured car and managed to get the grenade and had it tucked away in my jacket. And we got a, head, a shout to head out and some patrol in the armoured car. Hold on, you've the grenade in your jacket now, it's up your jute. Aye, it's up my jacket. I've taken it from behind the headlight, which you would think would be a bit bumpy, but it wasn't Rab, I'll tell you, because it never went off in the armoured car. Um, so we got a shout out to head in the armoured car and that was going to be the gunner. So there's me and my wee mate Gaz standing at the back of the car, rifles that are ready for any warring faction, you know, the usual burst of gunfire, mines, bombing, that kind of thing. Ah, usual, people, right. You used to see it in Bosnia, you know. And the driver and the officer on the cab of the vehicle. So we got further into the patrol, I decide it's time to get rid of the hand grenade now. And at least, you know what, I've, I've traded the fags, at least I want to see it go off, do you know what I mean? What? Right. So, John, this is... Right, carry on. I told you guys, that's it. I'm getting rid of it. I've had enough. I'm not getting it, sneaking it back to the mainland in the armoured car. I don't want to go to the Hague. So I basically, you know, I've checked for the driver and the officers where they, where they were, right? And they're nowhere to be seen, right? So I basically pulled the hand grenade out of the jacket, showed it to wee guys, pulled the pin and held the lever. And as I threw it, the grenade into the forest of the dairy up to our back left, I whispered, Port bushwhackers, your bass. <laughs> the grenade blew up with a massive explosion, and I shouted, "Contact! Contact! Contact!" Oh my god! The armored car ground to a halt. I shouted to the driver, officer, and we guys, "I'll check it." I've jumped off the back of the armored car, rifle at the ready, gallus as fuck, <laughs> looking for more local insurgents. I walked around 50 yards behind the car and yelled back, It's a booby trap! We're alright! The wire's here! Move on! So that is the tale of the day. The bushy boys of pork took on the British army. <laughs> that's an absolute amazing that's, story. That's the most mental story anybody's ever fucking sent in. <laughs> See, that's the kind of story we're talking about. No, some story about, like... Oh, I get caught having a wank and a hang me. Like we're wanting something that's that. I mean, oh my goodness. I don't, I don't know how you'll ever top. Basically, smuggle, try to smuggle a hand grenade back to these shores. And that's that's a story. That's like a story an actual wrestler would tell. Absolutely. Bro. You know what I mean? That's just kind of story an actual wrestler would tell about having. So I ended up I traded for a for a, I got a hand grenade from this Russian guy and I put it. That's like a wrestler's story. Perfect. Beautiful. <laughs> You have any wrestling daft road stories? Doesn't it have to be any day with wrestling? It could be about grenades. Send <laughs> it in. Listen, it's a roasting day. That is it for wrestling daft. We need to get out into that pool, John. John is we've got a wee hot tub um, out there. It's nice and cool. Oh, nice. We get in it. Me and John are getting in it. We're having some hot dogs. Um, we, it was good to get together actually in person to do the podcast this week, John. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what's going on? I want. See if we get in this hot tub, we get some hot dogs together, we'll cool the hot tub down, we'll get in together. Could you, like, we'll do a wee thing where you pretend to be Tony Khan and stuff, we'll do that. Yeah, that's like, yeah, I don't know if that's advisable. 
But yeah. Well, let's do it. That's it for Wrestling Daft. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple or get us on wherever you get your podcasts. Mind for more content, plus a video version of the show, get on board patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. That's where you find all the stuff. Geezer support. Check out our merch at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Remember to check out Ravy Davy on TikTok. If you know what TikTok is, get your wins to download it for you if you don't. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Grado will be back next week, I think. He is. He is indeed. Grado's going to be back next week. It's, it's been it's been sad without him. It's been good to get a whole episode out without hearing the letters TNA mentioned. It's great, I have to say. We have to choose a listener of the week. The listener of the week, I think, this week is going to be that guy sent in the story about the grenade. Um, I, I'm ju- I, I think we should probably keep him on us. I was, going to, I was considering giving his name, but I think he could face uh, war crimes in the Hague, so we better keep his name out of it. But it's amazing. amazing. Can you contact you. him, though? Yes, I can. Right, why don't we give him... So he's like, he's the, the, the listener of the week, right? Send him a belt, right? So, well, no send him a belt. You know what I mean? You know how it works. Yeah. See if we can get a photo of him with a mask on or something. He can be like a masked champion. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Right? See, if he, see if we can get that. See if we can get that photo of him. We'll get that worked out for next week. Uh, now, listen, everybody, I just want... have a Enjoy this weather or what's left of it. Uh, check out AEW. You've got to see what our man Tony Khan has got set up there at AEW. It's fantastic. Um, this is, the, the, I would say, the biggest AEW fan podcast on the internet. It's been <laughs> an absolute pleasure. John, uh, NXT is dead. AEW for life. John, up the road, mate. Uh, oh, bye. It's yourself. Bye. I should really say that. Aye. You should say it. Up the road. Up the road. Audio Frontier. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.